Welcome to the MGU, the Michael Genomatic Universe podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Michael. And I'm Gina. And Gina, we are finally to the end of phase one. We made it. We're going to be watching the Avengers today, which I'm super excited about. I am as well. Yeah. I mean, these movies, these first five movies, have introduced us to four big superhero characters and a bunch of other side characters. And somehow this movie that we're going to see is going to take all of that and squash it into one two and a half hour movie. I can't imagine how. Yeah, and that was one big thing with the Avengers is how are they going to make this movie and not make it a huge bloated mess? Right. So that was the big challenge. And obviously, a lot of people went to see it. It'll be interesting to see what your opinion is on it. I know, obviously, I know what my opinion is on it. And I, even though I have not seen it in a long time, so that could change at this point. How often has your opinion changed on these movies? I mean, well, it's interesting because a lot of the early movies I have not seen in a long time. Right. So I don't know. I think Captain America, I loved it at the time, but I feel like I love it even more. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this that my ranking of this actually is up. Higher from, from your yeah. initial rankings? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, as far as the other ones that we've seen, Iron Man is probably about where I expect it to be. Okay. And the other ones, there's a lot of movies where I feel like there's there's just going to be kind of this bloated bunch of movies that are kind of at the middle to the bottom where it's like they are just kind of interchangeable on their rankings yeah i could see that yeah so those are the hard ones the the top 10 movies are the real ones that i feel are the hardest to rank right so because it kind of depends on the day i see them right so uh without, for me yeah. it just depends on the day that i see them that's really which all is it is the first time each time we watch one that's right so uh, i'm i'm very interested to see what happens with this one as far as your opinion because this is a big movie mm-hmm. the anticipation of this movie when it came out was so big how long was it between the fifth movie and this one I do think you remember it was, well i think this one was well, came out in 2012 and I think, what was the last one we just saw? It was, oh, it was Captain America. 2011. And that came out in 2011. And that was, so it was about a year. Okay. And it's interesting because a lot of these movies, especially the early Marvel movies, they came really one a year, maybe right. two tops. And now they put them out as many as possible. I think there's two or three scheduled for just this year, which obviously has been delayed because of COVID. Right. But they put a lot more out there now because I think they know what they have. They know there's an audience that wants to a see the money movies maker it's is a what money they maker. have. It is. And I think also most of the movies, if not all of them, are at least pretty good to excellent. Right. And they get huge stars. Yeah. And people want to do these movies and people want to see these movies. So there's always that built-in audience, no matter what. Right. So anyway, before we... Well, we'll get into all that a little bit more later on. We sure will. Um, Just a reminder, we are on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're on Facebook. And we're on Facebook. We're very easy to find. Uh, The other thing we want to make sure that we get out is we do have a winner of our contest. As you know, every week, we have Charlie, the dog. Charlie is our Stan Lee. Charlie's our Stan Lee. Absolutely. So every week, uh, if you listen, there will be a bark at some point in the podcast. And if you email us and let us know when that bark happens with the timestamp, and you email us at mgupodcast23 at gmail.com, you are entered into a contest to win some of our new swag. And just a reminder, you can you can send us the timestamp on any whatever episode you're listening to. So exactly. it doesn't have to be the most recent episode. Exactly. Just send us a timestamp and the episode it comes from, and then you're entered. Perfect. Perfect. So, so easy. It is. It's super easy. And this week, Lane, you are the winner. Congratulations, Lane. You're going to be able to choose from a tote bag or a mug. 
a tote bag or a mug, yes. which are sitting in front of us on the table. And they are, I must say, pretty fabulous. They turned out pretty well. This is some quality swag. I am very happy. I'm going to be drinking from that mug my water. I don't drink coffee or anything, so it'll probably be water. I will be drinking coffee from the mug. <laughs> Excellent. So, well, Gina, should we do some listener mail? Let's do some listener mail. Our first email comes from Michael F. He asked, if Black Widow is released before you get through this watch of the MCU films, will Gina get 24 seconds to recap the movie? Michael F., I would like to thank you for caring about the time that I get. I definitely need that extra second. I'm going to lobby for it. In fact, they're already talking about and referring to the MCU as 24 movies. So maybe we should just go ahead and add that second today. What do you say, Michael? From now on, Gina, you will get 24 seconds. Yes. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you, Michael. You're so welcome. Oh, wait, the other Michael, not me. Not you. Yeah, I did nothing. No. The Thank other you. Michael had the brilliant idea. <laughs> we Thank really you. appreciate it, Michael. Our next question is from Matthew. He writes, Captain America is typically known as the first Avenger, even though in the comic books he wasn't a part of the original lineup or even unfrozen until issue number four. And in the movies, well, I won't spoil anything. It doesn't matter now. But someone else is debatably the first Avenger. So my question is, which is the better game, Marvel Champions or Marvel Legendary? Wow, Matt. <laughs> I bet bet this question wasn't for me. uh, Probably not. So I I guess I should take this one. Well, do our listeners know that not only are you a huge Marvel movie fan, you are also a huge board game fan. I play a lot of board games. And so I, I am very qualified to answer this question without getting into too much detail, because honestly, I could go on for probably an hour. What? I know. Way too much. Marvel Legendary is a deck building game where you get to fight some bad guys with a lot of different superheroes and it's cooperative and it's super fun. It's actually the game that probably got me into the board game hobby first. So I always have a special place in my heart for Marvel Legendary no matter what. Even though they have way too much content. They keep releasing things. I'm just trying to keep up at this point. The other one is Marvel Champions. That just came out this past year. And it's also a, it's not a deck building game, but it is a cooperative game that I actually play with Matt, our writer, all the time. And we have a really good time playing that game. So if I was to choose one, I would say Marvel Champions is the better game. I have way more fun. It's so challenging. And it's easy to keep up with too. Marvel Legendary, just way too much stuff. So Marvel Champions, my choice. There it is. It's the better game. By the way, I tried to teach Gina Marvel Champions, and it was a failure. I'm too stupid to learn That's that game. That's not what it is. It's a hard game to learn. It was too hard to learn. Maybe we'll try Marvel Legendary, which is much easier. You're a monster. I know. Uh, our third question comes from Hannah, and she asks, which character do you identify with the most and why? And it does not have to be a superhero. Gina, would you like to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I actually cannot recall the name of my character, Okay. but it is the intern who was in Thor she's the intern who was in political science or she she had a whole different area of expertise yes but she ended up sort of being a key kind of funny tag-along character she was the one played by Kat Dennings 
Okay. Yes. What was the character name? I can't think of it off the I top of my head. I can't remember either. But I identify with her because similar to her character in the movie, I'm sort of lost in this whole thing because I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't even know who some of the actors are. So that's who I'm identifying with. Kat Dennings. I think it's a really good choice. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I actually was thinking about this and I think the person I identify most is with Agent Coulson. Ah. Because Agent Coulson is not flashy. He's just kind of there when you need him. He's always there. He's the support guy. Oh. He's he's going to do what you ask him to do. You are that guy. I am that guy. You're so cooperative. I'm almost too cooperative, some yes. would say. Uh, but Agent Coulson, also a super fan of Captain America, uh, which is hilarious. And I am too. Because Chris Evans is dreamy. He, sh- he sure is. <laughs> so that's our, our listener mail. Yay. Gina, it's that time in the show. What where, time? Where you get to look at a movie poster and tell us what you think this movie is about. Michael, this was a toughie. Well, of course. There's a lot on that movie poster, but not so much. that much, really. I mean, what are you going to... All you see are characters. Right. It's just, it's all the characters and a fiery city. That's always what it, you know, there's always a fiery city. That's not far off from being true. There's always the fiery city. It's an actual thing. There's always flames. So all the big characters and a fiery city. I had nothing to go on. This was very challenging. To be fair, you have five movies to go on and some kind of uh, background of each character. I had nothing to go on. It was very challenging. (laughs) All right, Gina, are you ready to give us a synopsis? I guess. Here we go. Here we go. This movie opens with a vignette of each of our superheroes living their regular lives. They are each summoned to go somewhere, and it turns out it's to the very first Avenger Initiative conference, where they'll learn more about Nick Fury's plans for stopping the evil in the world. Meanwhile... Loki wants to punish Thor and has been been creating problems on Earth since Thor has fallen in love with a mortal and seems to care so much about the well-being of the human race. While Thor is trying to determine how to recreate the Rainbow Bridge to get back to Earth to stop Loki, chaos continues to worsen in New York City. The Avenger Initiative begins to fight crime throughout the city and the world until one day they face an evil they cannot seem to contain. Of course, Loki is behind it, and it looks like the power of Odin and that Tesseract might be the end of them all. Just in the nick of time, Thor will show up and help the Avengers stop Loki at last. And then a couple of other tidbits I want to add. Oh, yes. I believe that Black Widow and Captain America are going to have a thing for each other in this movie. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I also believe that Bruce Banner will not want to get involved because he just wants to be left alone. But he will stumble upon an upsetting scene and turn into the Hulk at a key moment to save the day. Okay. So those are my little... I like the idea of an Avengers conference where Nick Fury is in front of everybody giving a PowerPoint presentation on what the Avengers initiative is. While they drink their free coffee and eat donuts. That's what happens. Of course. How else could it go? I nailed it, right? It's pretty much the movie. I don't know why we're going to watch at this point. Just to prove me right. Are we ready to go see and actually prove you right? I'm totally ready. Let's go do this. Let's do it. (laughs) 
And after about two and a half hours later, we are now back. We're to, back. To discuss the movie. Aren't you just a little dizzy? Yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. It's a lot. Yeah. Just a little, woo, my head is spinning. There's a lot packed into that movie. Yes. So much. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that in just a second. But of course, it's now time for our favorite part of the show. Gina's now 24 second synopsis of the movie. That's right. How you feeling? I feel great. I don't even think I need the extra second. <laughs> you don't think so? Huh? This is the one, huh? Uh-huh. All right, Gina, you have 24 seconds to describe the entire movie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go for it. Loki got a hold of the Tesseract and he um, he gave it to the evil aliens so that he can make a deal with them to be the ruler of the Earth. So Nick Fury puts together a superhero team and first they fight each other, but then they team up and they fight the aliens and they kill all the bad guys and they close up the portal and then they send Loki and Thor back. Nailed it. Yeah. you. Three did. seconds left to go. Gina. Wow. Nice work. I think you hit it. I think you hit every main point. Thank you. Because you didn't have to dwell on anybody being cocky. Which no. seems to be the thing that throws you off every time. The thing is, is there was so much in this movie that you just had to, you had to boil it down yeah. to key bullet points. Yeah, and I think you did. I did it. Really good job. I nailed it. We may as well just get rid of the segment now because it's not any fun. If you're your be turn. Able to make it. oh, it's I guess I your turn, it. Michael. Well, I'm not going to do it right now. No, but you're no. going to do it next time. Oh, fantastic. I will. I'll do it next time. Mm-hmm. I'll take mm-hmm. it, it over. It only took me six movies. <laughs> and this was the most complex one probably, mm-hmm. right? Nailed it. Well done. Thank you. Applause. Applause. Thank you. Well <laughs> done. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That was awesome. Um, so that was, in general, the movie. Was there anything? I mean, obviously, there were details that weren't in there because you only had 20 th- 24 seconds, but you hit pretty much everything. Well, what do you think I could have utilized my last three seconds for? Well, I'm just for? trying to think. Is there anything uh, in there that, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just get into the details with the, the sure. discussion. It makes life way easier. You just don't know what to do with yourself no, when I, I don't. nailed it. No, I know. Well, you were never supposed to actually <laughs> do it well. Sorry. I should have never. You're going to get a new partner for the no, podcast. No, it's fine. But Gina... Are you ready for some fun facts? I am, Michael. All right, here we go. The Avengers was released on May 4th, 2012 to a ton of hype. Like this was the culmination of four years of other movies. Everybody was totally excited about it. So of course they were. Yeah, absolutely. Of course they were. Yes. Opening weekend, it made $207.4 million. That was Uh, just opening weekend, which was the biggest opening of all time at the time. Domestically, it made $623.4 million. Worldwide, it made $1.52 billion, which is the number three movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there are two other movies that made more, which wow, is okay. quite impressive. And it was the, actually, the, it is the number eight all-time grossing movie. Its budget okay. was $220 million. The score on Rotten Tomatoes was a 92%. And the cinema score, which is the audience score, was an A+, which is a very rare score. Interesting. Audiences ate it up. They love yeah. this. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser. It was a crowd pleaser. In April 2010, Joss Whedon was close to a deal to direct the movie and rework the script. 
Prior to this, Whedon had created the cult favorite TV shows Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Firefly, and Dollhouse. He had also directed one movie, which was called Serenity, which was in the Firefly universe. And that, yeah, that was the only movie he ever directed before this. The script went through many rewrites and iterations. Zach Penn wrote the original draft. Whedon looked at it and basically said to pretend that the draft never happened. He eventually wrote a five-page treatment called Avengers, Some Assembly Required, and he was chosen to write and direct the movie in July 2010. The end credit scene shows everyone eating shawarma. The scene was shot the day after the world premiere. Chris Evans didn't take a bite because he had grown a beard and was wearing a prosthetic jaw. Oh, funny. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I just, I didn't know that, so I thought that was pretty funny. Joss Whedon included Thanos in the post credit scene, but didn't actually know what to do with him. Thanos was the guy at the end of the movie who you saw in the, in the oh, end credits. Oh, that was, okay. Yeah. I so, had no idea who that was. That's okay. A lot of people didn't. I think I had to look it up after the movie How was done. How would you done. know? I wouldn't know. Unless Only the I was, comic book people comic would know? Comic book people started going, I th- well, there was a collective gasp when Thanos showed up. I didn't know what it meant, so I had to actually go look it up. Okay. Joss Whedon wasn't sure if Scarlett Johansson was going to be available for the movie, so he wrote a version that included the Wasp. Eventually, Johansson signed on, and the Wasp would have to wait for a while to actually appear in a Marvel movie. So the Wasp is another superhero, which you don't I know don't yet. I don't know anything Someday about. Someday you will. And those were the fun facts. Let's talk about the movie, Gina. Let's talk about to, the movie. There's so much to talk about, right? Oh, so, so many much. things. So the, uh, as usual, we'll start with the simple question. What did you like about the movie? So I love the opening scene with Black Widow where she's being interrogated and we she just completely kicks ass. That yeah. was that was so awesome because I mean we knew what she was capable of but it was really fun to see her just break out and I loved that. Um, then of course, soon after that, we had the Mark Ruffalo appearance, which made me very happy. You love Mark Ruffalo. I love, I love Mark Ruffalo. And you love the Hulk. I do. I love the Hulk. <laughs> and I noticed this time that I felt like the Hulk looked more like Mark Ruffalo, this yes. Hulk, than the other Hulk looked like Ed Norton. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I loved that he looked like Mark. I mean, I, it, I yeah. don't know. He felt, I felt even more in endeared to him yeah yeah um so i also loved oh i loved the bit where colson was so fangirly and awkward over uh captain america yeah and i love that so much with the oh with the cards and the whole because colson has been such a serious you know he's yeah he's just had such a serious part and he's coming and he's always been kind of stiff and you know, in charge. And so just that silly fangirly side of him was really fun. That's one of those things I think that Joss Whedon as a director and writer added to this movie is a lot of those humorous things. That's, okay. the, that's the way he writes. And a lot of times it's hit or miss for people. Oh, for the, there's a lot of Joss Whedon fan people. I was going to say fanboys, but it's fanboys, fangirls, fan everyone. They love everything Joss Whedon does. Okay. I'm not one of them. Oh. Not that I dislike him, uh, but I don't really like most of what he's done. I've tried to get into it and I just don't care. But And of course, I've never seen any of it. Exactly. So I don't know. So, but in this movie, his, his style like that, the, the humor definitely works. Right. And I knew, I mean, I, I assumed they were going to do a lot with Captain America and the fact that he's, you know, from the old time and modern times. There's tons of good material there. Yeah. Uh, but I really, yeah, I just, that I wasn't expecting the Agent Coulson thing at all. And that yeah. was really fun. Right. I really liked that a lot. Um, the special effects, I mean, that 
goes without saying, I guess, in this movie, but they were fantastic. They looked good. They looked really good in this yeah, movie. They were really, really good. So that was very enjoyable. Uh, I also loved, I mean, you know, initially when they're all, f- all the superheroes are fighting each other and trying, jacking for position and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I-, I loved some of those. So the, the, that first epic fight with Iron Man and Thor. Yeah. And that that was great. And then Captain America steps in, you know, and tells him to knock it off. And it's um, always the dudes, isn't it? It's always the dudes. Mm-hmm. It's always a dick measuring contest, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. What, it's what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Put your suit on. Let's step outside. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, total but, yeah, dude. Yeah. Total dude behavior. But it was. I mean, it was so fun after watching these superheroes throughout the movies to see them all together. Yeah. Just that in of in and of itself was a really fun part of the movie yeah, for I me because that was one of the big things. You know, I saw them all on the movie poster, and I was gonna. I, I knew they were going to work together eventually, obviously, the mm-hmm. Avengers, but I just seeing them interact, it, it was just, it was a blast. That was really fun. I also loved Thor versus the Hulk. That was yes. a great one. That yeah. was amazing. I think the one thing with that this movie got into more, at least a bit more than I even thought the Thor movie did, is that Thor is a god. And I think that kind of gets lost a little bit. I mean, I guess in Thor, because he did lose his godly powers, right? Right. But I think they play with it a little bit more in this. It's like, okay, okay, Thor is super powerful. He should be able to stand up to the Hulk. Nothing else can. Exactly. But Thor should be able he, to. He's an actual god. He's an actual god. Yes. Yeah, so I'm glad they made that clear. Yeah. That he could actually stand up to him. And that was really fun, too, which is the contrast of him speaking like, I, well, it was probably Stark who said, what, what is Shakespeare? Is yeah, Shakespeare yeah. here? Shakespeare you know, in the park. Yeah. yeah, Shakespeare in the park. They're making fun of him. Because, yeah. So he's he's both this sort of caricature and then he's also this powerful guy. Exactly. So that was amazing. Right. Um, another thing that I really liked was the way that they echoed back to some of the other movies with um, a few little subtle details. One of them was when Tony Stark was wearing the Black Sabbath t-shirt. Right. And of course, that was one of the songs from yep. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Well, Black Sabbath wrote Iron Man the song. Duh. So I'm just, yes. you know, I mean. Duh on me. I mean, that was duh on me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, but that was the whole, you know, so I love that he was wearing yeah. that. And then there was the scene with Captain America where he deflects the grenade. Yes. And that's kind of a throwback to, you know, mm-hmm. that very first brave thing he did when yeah. he was still a tiny little guy and wasn't uh, Captain America yet. Right. So I just, I loved that. I yeah. loved how it, it was, it did a nice job of bringing all those things together. Um, There's a lot to like in this movie. I was very impressed at how Joss Whedon was able to keep a story straight with all the characters in this movie. There's a lot of characters. Yes. And it never felt like anybody kind of got shorted at all. I think everybody had their own storyline. They were given time to grow as characters. I was really impressed with how he did that. Uh, So Joss Whedon, who, again, not a fan of his really, but I think the dialogue was really good. I thought the direction was very good. Uh, I was pretty impressed with how he was able to tell this story because it could have been a bloated disaster completely. I agree. Yeah. So I really dug that. I thought he was great. So the direction was great. Very impressed with that. I love Hulk in this movie. I think Hulk is hilarious and fun. And uh, just there's so many great moments with Hulk in this one. Just I mean, when he picks up Loki... 
I, oh, when he picks and him. And just starts swinging him out on the ground. As Loki's saying, I am a god. And he yeah. picks him up and just slams just him down. slams him. And the thing is, I remember seeing that. I, I knew that was coming this time. Right. But I remember seeing it the first time and just the just laughing so hard and loving it. It was so great. It's so wonderful. And I that, love that scene so when he's tearing through the office. Yeah. Just yeah. busts through the window. To, yeah. he's. It's just yeah. it's everything about the Hulk that's wonderful. It's all so wrapped great. into one movie. It's so great. I like all the characters. I thought they all played each, off each other very well. Uh, I love Captain America. I think Captain America is such a goody two-shoes in yes. a way. Uh, but he's also will stand up for himself and realize that, you know, there's some stuff that maybe, maybe... Uh, Nick Fury isn't what he seems. Maybe we need to dig in a little bit and find out. Oh, there's there. They want Tesseract for something else. You know, right. this is there's some other things going on. Uh, I like that about his character. I love Scarlett Johansson. I I'm glad she had a prominent role in this movie. Me too. Uh, she's she's great. I also like that Marla Hill had a little bit of a role in there uh, as from Shield. Uh, she's pretty badass. I love that. Pepper Potts kind of got shorted a little. I wish she was in it a little bit more, but she yeah, maybe... she really was not in there much. Yeah, yeah. I guess she wasn't even going to be in the movie at all, but Robert Downey Jr. kind of insisted that she was in it. Oh, so well, I think it's good that she was in it at least a lot because they ended on the kiss with Iron Man two, and yeah. we needed to see. Okay, are they in a relationship yeah. or not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that they made a little nod to Jane Foster, Natalie Portman's character, but at the same time, it's like, really? Where is she? You know, it's kind of strange that Thor's back on Earth and it's just like, oh, she's safe. That's enough. Yeah, I did. That was kind of weak. I figured they weren't going to bring everybody back, but Thor, you would think that he would have gone to find her. Yeah, you would think. You would think. But, I mean, we're talking about things I liked. That was a little bit like, that was just kind of a eh moment, you know, and maybe they just didn't have a place for it. To be fair, it was a huge cast. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> With a lot of stars in it. Uh, so that that's going to happen. Not everybody can be in it. What else did I like about it? Well, I want to just go back to what a great villain Loki is. Loki's great. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. And I feel like in this movie, he really flushed out Loki a bit. Yes. And uh, makes him, puts him out more on the evil side. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely evil, and he just he just exudes that evil. Yeah, he's really he's great, it. and I'm glad he's. I, I'm definitely glad they chose him as the villain. I I didn't. I don't know what else they would have done because I think you mentioned this during it. Who else would it be? Because well, Red Skull's gone, and what other villains were there really? Right. You know, Obadiah, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, exactly. So what were they going to do? Introduce a whole new villain? No, they just went with Loki who had already established himself as a pretty cool character in Thor. Which so I predicted correctly. You did predict that correctly. Well done. Thank you. Um, yeah. So anything else that you liked that we didn't mention? Um, I guess, let's see. I think those are, I mean, those are the, the high points for me. Okay, great. Uh, how about any low points? Anything that you were not thrilled with? Okay. I, well, I have a couple. Uh, it's interesting that you brought up Marla Hill. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of that character. Oh, no, really? I felt that that character was stiff and felt it, she felt forced to me. Oh, interesting. I just, okay. I just wasn't a fan of okay. the character. All right. So that was one thing you liked that I really did not. Yeah, I like Marla Hill as a character. Um, I'm glad she's there. She kind of plays off uh, Nick Fury a little bit. But yeah, I totally can see where you're eh, coming from on that. I, just, I eh, get that. Eh. And then the, well... I mean, I don't know if this is something I didn't like as much as it was heartbreaking when Agent Coulson died. Yeah, that, I mean, that was, was 
that was really sad to lose yeah. him. Uh, and then, but bouncing off of that after he died, and then it went into that scene with Samuel L. Jackson with Nick Fury talking to everybody. And that scene, something about that scene felt a little weak to me. Oh, could you, you can, can you pinpoint what it was? I, it, I, it was, I don't know if it was the delivery, if it was Nick Fury's delivery. There was just, it, it was off somehow okay. for me. It okay. just felt weak. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, again, I don't know if it was his delivery or if it was just, it felt sort of forced in there. Well, they, yeah, I think I can agree. I, I agree with you on that in the sense that it felt like it would need, it was there to push the plot forward right. more than anything, which I, you know, that's going to happen obviously, but he basically lied to them, said they needed a push and there you go. That right. was it. And suddenly, oh, okay, everything's fine. They're all getting along fine now. Moving along. Yeah, and then even in that scene where Marla Hill says, you know, calls him out on, oh, those cards weren't in Agent Coulson's jacket. They were in his locker. Yeah. That, it, it all, all just that whole segment just felt... Didn't work for you. It didn't work it felt for flat. Me. So, okay, yep, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, and then when uh, Jeremy Renner's character... Hawkeye. Hawkeye. So when he and Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, go at it and have that huge fight. And Solid then, fight, by the way. Oh, that was killer. That yeah. was a great, great it, fight. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he's, well, I leaned over and asked you, why is he fine now? Why is he not under the control of Loki anymore? Yeah. And then she, of course, explained it, that she somehow recalibrated him by hitting him really hard on the head. Yeah. That just seemed a little... Seems easy, right? It didn't seem like the appropriate remedy for <laughs> this god from, you know, another realm coming in and taking over. I just I just knocked you on the so head. So you don't believe that a god possessing you could just be undone by just a nice hit to the head? I no. No. Okay. No. I wasn't I wasn't really <laughs> buying that. I, I you know, yeah. I want to believe that Scarlett Johansson can do anything, but right. that one Yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh. But they had to get him back somehow. Yeah. I just think there might have been a better way. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So those I mean, those were the only ones that really stood okay. out. How about you? Uh, I have a couple things that don't click with me. First of all, Loki's a great villain, but it felt like he was a secondary villain to the the creatures. The 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 what is it? The other, I think it was called at the beginning of the movie, that one uh, that Loki was making the deal with. Yes. Well, and we only really know that from having paused it and yeah. seeing that that character was called the other. They didn't really no. describe them very no, much. No, not really. So there was the other, which was fine, but I just felt like in the end, it was just a giant long scene of destruction, which went on and on. And there were some great moments in it. Like, of course, Hulk was wonderful and just destroying everything and smashing everything. Smash. And, and there, there was the hero <laughs> shot where they had, they had the, the, the circle shot where they go around all the heroes and show them. That's, I mean, that's an iconic shot. Right. It's great. So there's some great moments in it, but it just goes on and on and on and on and on. There's a point, I knew, and I remember this the first time I saw it, it was just, it got exhausting. Yes, I agree. It was a little much. So in that case, I want to see, that's where I want to see one villain, one bad guy. Maybe he has some henchmen or some, you know, an army's fine, but I want to see the villain versus the good guys. And it was just kind of Loki. Loki, honestly, as awesome as Tom Hiddleston is and awesome of a character Loki is, is kind of an idiot. Yeah, it's, well, he has to, yeah, that's true. He has to sort of bring somebody else on to try to help him do his thing, but... It, yeah. it doesn't feel like it's hard to get the best of Loki. <laughs> Coulson got the best of Loki, even in death. He ended up getting a shot off. True. Uh, Black Widow easily manipulated him into information. Just easily did that. 
everybody got a shot on Loki. It was, it was as great as Loki is. Loki's kind of a terrible villain. Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? But you're right. Just, he's, he's inept. That's the word. It's He's inept. He doesn't do anything correctly. Yeah. Which I find kind of endearing in a way. But I also find it when you're in a movie like The Avengers, which is supposed to be this, you know, wherever the accumulation of all the movies coming together. And I don't want to just see these space worms flying through New York. <laughs> okay, but... They were cool. But those metal evil lizard things coming yeah. out of the portal, that was yeah. pretty badass. It was... No, it was cool. And but the, I, th- I I mean, I, I see what you're saying about Loki. And I would say that that's probably why we had to have that whole secondary thing. Because he yeah. just wasn't... They had to use him. Who else were they going to use? Yeah. For the... You know, I the, don't know, honestly. And it was just... It just was overlong. And I, I want to care about those faceless villains those anonymous bad guys i didn't that yeah. much that was hard for me because i really as i've said many times i like a good bad guy right and loki's a good bad guy in the sense that it's played very well by tom hiddleston but loki's a completely inept villain true so that was my biggest problem the other problem i have is with hulk as much as i love that character does he have control or doesn't he yeah, that's that made a great no point. sense because it's a wonderful, cool part where he just says, I'm always angry and turns into the Hulk immediately. It's like, well, wait a second. So can you control it or can't you? Because right. you were just on a ship and you just fell to the ground hard and got angry and basically destroyed a ship and went crazy. And we're chasing after Scarlett Johansson yeah. and now you're side by side on everyone's team. So what are you? So that yes. was a big old problem that I had. I Maybe somebody can explain it to me. You can... Thank you. Please email mgupodcast23 well, okay, at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, please help us. Because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but I, I do think even in the movie, The Incredible Hulk, we did see shades of, you know, there would be these little flashes of, of goodness or understanding yes. with him. And so I guess, I don't know. But no, I see there was. Point. And I, I'm totally fine with him fighting with them. I, that wasn't the problem. It was just that all of a sudden he's like, I'm always angry. Oh, that's my explanation. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Fine, cool. That's it, you know. So we need to get Mark Ruffalo in here for a Q and A. Contact Mark. We've got Ruffalo. some questions. Yeah, we'll get our people on it. Uh, so that was a problem that I had with it. Don't get me wrong; it's not ruining the movie for me. But it just, I think I wrote on the back of my paper, it was like, is is does he have control or not? I don't understand. Yeah. So that was a problem I had. Uh, obviously, we're still lacking uh, women diversity in this cast it yes, was a are. big old sausage fest besides black widow yep you know and marla hill it was some a big extent. old white sausage a fest. big old white sausage fest i mean it really was yes so that that was a problem uh so th- those are things that again they, they don't ruin the movie for me but maybe keeps it from being the my favorite movie right so I'm trying to think of anything else. Those were the main things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the only reason that I didn't, I think the reason why the whole, because the scenes did go on and on, some, you know, it just, it went on and on and on. But I think that I just went in knowing that that was how it was going to be. Of course, it was going to be this huge epic on and on. You know, we weren't going to get as much of the storyline and the Mm -hmm. origin. There's Where's the origin story? Because we already know all the players. We have the origin. Right. 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 So. Yeah, so that was that was it. I mean, it's not that it took away from the movie completely. It just took it down a notch for me. Right. 
Now, this is me seeing it several years later, too. I haven't seen this in a long time. And the first time, I don't think this bothered me as much. And maybe it's because some of the movies later on address this in a better way. Maybe the villains get better. Maybe I like the characters more. I don't know exactly why. We shall see. We shall see. So, yeah, we'll see how these rankings turn out later, um, which we will get to in just a moment. So let's talk about your overall thoughts. What did you think? Well, I really liked the movie. I I very much enjoyed the dynamic of all the superheroes together, and that was really, really entertaining. I don't know that I would have given it an A plus. That's a really high ranking. Yeah, I that was that actually really surprised me. Um, it doesn't surprise me because of the people that went to see this movie. It was the comic book people that were excited to see it. They want it to be the best movie, so I'm not surprised that it got the A plus, just because of the people that invest their time in these movies. I guess, and people who maybe saw one or two of the other movies and just previews knew that they could go see all the superheroes together in this one. Right, but, right. you know, we are connoisseurs. And oh, absolutely. Yes, I said we. Yes, you. Because you are now, now a connoisseur. I'm here. I am in this. Yes, and absolutely. I, I just, yeah, it, it uh, A-plus seemed a little strong to me. Yeah, you know what's interesting too is if you look at the movies before this, the five, they were all successful, but not nearly as successful as this movie so it's interesting how much more money this made than any of the other movies well it would be interesting to know what the proportion was of hype advertising um you know or was it just the momentum that was gained from the five movies right ahead of it yeah Um, i mean i don't know how much these movies made on dvd i mean i'm sure there was some viewings there and people catching up and everything so by the time it got to avengers everybody had caught up already right right so yeah but i did i mean i really liked it i'll we'll talk about our overall rankings of course but i i enjoyed it a lot yeah and i did too i and it was fun watching this again and seeing actually just remembering everything about it and going oh yeah that's a really cool moment oh that's funny because there was a lot of funny moments in this movie so many really great lines well, and I thought Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, def- he, he definitely carried that humor throughout. He was always right there with the one-liners, and you yeah. know, that was great. It was constant, too. It was. And the thing was, they all were good. Yes. There's not really a stinker of a one-liner in this nope. movie, which is very impressive. Again, way to go, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Really well-written movie. Very well I agree. I liked it a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I really liked it. Avengers stands the test of time. It's great. And uh, I, yeah, I definitely would watch it again. But hey, Michael. Yeah. You know what we haven't talked about? What's that? How I did on my synopsis. Oh, I am so sorry. Let's go back. Based entirely on the movie poster. And I don't want you to gloss over this because (laughs) I nailed a couple key points. Look, you've already gotten enough praise tonight for your synopsis. I don't think so. I have been subject to a lot of ridicule and scrutiny through this webcast. Well, podcast through this podcast. Whatever we are. What are we? I don't know anymore. Uh, Okay. So what did you get right? Well, Okay, so I didn't get a lot right, but I did. But I ju- it's just that I was very excited that I nailed the fact that Loki was the main villain. Yeah, and was Loki on the poster? Oh, no, no. Oh, okay, that's really impressive. Then, good guess. I don't think that he was. 
Well, maybe he was. Yeah. No, I don't think that he was. Well, I'm either impressed or unimpressed, depending well, on what I Well, let's just say he wasn't, okay? <laughs> okay he well wasn't then. on the poster. Great guess, Gina. Don't, don't look at... I'll find a poster <laughs> that he wasn't on. Perfect. Uh, but anyway, he... And I don't know that he, you know, he wasn't punishing Thor, but he was creating problems on Earth. Mm-hmm. And he... The part that I was really proud of, even though this is all random guesswork... I referenced the fact that Thor seems to care so much about the well-being of the human race. And he actually referenced that in the movie. He really did. He said something very specific to that. Yes. Your precious humans or something something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was very proud of that. Yeah. And the rest. We did not get the romance, right? Rainbow Bridge. Romance is wrong. There really was no romance in this movie. No, and that's fine. Yeah, I was totally Um, fine with that. mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I didn't get much of anything Well, thank right, you but for interrupting everything so we could... Well, this is an important part of the <laughs> thing where I'm we talk kidding. about how I colossally failed or nailed it. You, I say you did pretty okay. Well, even if I got it all wrong, I still got the, the uh, recap done in 22 seconds. 21. 21 seconds. 21 seconds. And if anything, with your predictions... It put in my mind the idea of an Avengers conference with a PowerPoint presentation, which is what I really and would love to see. And free coffee and donuts. Yeah, it would be perfect. So, uh, well, let's get to the rankings then. All right. Okay. Let's so, do it. All right. So, do you want me to go first this time? Or do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Why don't you go first this time, I think, Michael? I, I think you wanted to change a pace sometime. So, we'll change it a little bit. So, right now, my rankings are uh, from one to five. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and then Iron Man 2. So with Avengers, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to keep Captain America at number one. I just think that movie, it just does it for me. I love it so much. But I would put Avengers number two, followed by Iron Man, and then the, the, the little cluster of pretty good movies. Uh, but that's my, those are my top movies. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Gina, right now you have Captain America and Iron Man as one and two, just like myself. And then Iron Man 2, Thor, and then Hulk. So where would you fit the Avengers in? So I definitely am keeping Captain America at the number one. I just, I loved that story so much. And I, and I do think that the origin story and a little more of getting into the personal characters, I like that more than just the straight epic fight scenes over and over again. However, I also love the Avengers. And so it is also now my number two. Well, fantastic. So Captain America, Avengers... Iron, Iron Man. Man, Iron Man 2, and then I believe I had Thor and then Thor Hulk. and then the Hulk. Yeah. So, very nice. And those those do at the bottom they're starting to seem very an- know, right? ancillary like the, just sort of <laughs> Yeah, our top 3 are definitely a step above those other 3, right? right? So, right. very cool. Um one thing I wanted to touch on too is uh that I touched on in the fun facts was um this is now the end of phase 1. We're going right. into phase 2 and as I said, I think it was the last podcast we did was that this ended phase one but it kind of sets up phase two and i think it does that a little bit because you see you saw thanos at the end which again we didn't you didn't know who thanos was and i told you i didn't so that's kind of setting up getting the ball in motion here for stuff that's coming up right and the next movie is another iron man it's iron man three which will be the first movie of phase two Hmm. and the final iron man movie too not the final movie with Iron Man, but well, the final I can't Iron Man see, movie. I can't wait to see the poster. I'm sure it will explain it all to me <laughs> It'll quite have clearly. Everything you need. It'll have everything. So that's. Are, are you excited about Phase Two? 
I am. Yeah. I loved, yeah, I loved the buildup and I, and now I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're starting over again and I just, I don't know what to expect. So it's just a whole new, it's like starting over in a way. It is. It's nice because you do know a lot of the characters, but you're also going to get introduced to a bunch of new characters, right? which is pretty great. And, and I keep hoping for more uh, women and maybe representations of other Anyway, Genders keep hoping. And cultures. <laughs> keep it going. Keep that hope going. Uh, we'll see what happens. Because honestly, I don't remember a lot, but yeah, it takes a while. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> spoiler, it takes a while. Maybe our next podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe the next podcast we'll have to talk about diversity in the Marvel Cinematic <sighs> Universe. So, okay. All right. So, we will be back with Iron Man 3. Uh, anything else we want to hit on before we get out of here? I think that's it. All Six right. down. We Six did down it. And 17 to go, maybe 18 if Black Widow comes out yes. when it's supposed to. Yes. So, all right. Well, this has been the Michael Genomatic Universe. I am Michael. And I am Gina. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.